the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Come Together San Diego, a new live local show on K-Praise designed to explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within our communities and beyond. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it. Now, here is your host, Bible teacher, writer, broadcaster, and lover of God, Kaz Taylor. Well, hello there. My, 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 do we have a great broadcast for you today, especially if you are someone or you know someone who's in or entering into the college environment. You know, it can be a, a challenging place and a challenging time for that because uh, uh, people in the world and people in education have ulterior motives that are not your Judeo-Christian motives. And we're going to deal with that for this entire two-hour period of time. So if you have people that fall into that category, then uh, invite them to listen. You know, uh, the whole idea of education, social choices, and just living in general can be a challenge for those who are reaching adulthood and whom uh, the parents have entrusted to go out into the college environment. Uh, Little do we know sometimes the things that they're faced with on a day-to-day, hour-to-hour, minute-to-minute basis. So we're going to be dealing with those. But I want you to meet somebody who uh, has has a heart after this topic for a long time. And I want you to meet Dr. Mark Stengler, and he is of the Stengler Center for Integrative Medicine. He's uh, practicing in Encinitas. Dr. Mark, good to have you. Hey, great to be with you. Yeah, we're going to have some fun excavating <laughs> this topic. You know, there's, I mean, I don't know who doesn't have somebody that they know that's entering in or into the college environment. And uh, when when you realize the things that they're confronted with on a day-to-day basis, it's mind-boggling, isn't it? Oh, it really <laughs> is. I think a lot of the topics we're going to be talking about, I'd say they even nowadays range from elementary and even junior high school yes. some of the topics yes yes you know, yes and yeah. so uh, that this that's a good point my friend if even if your youngster or your friends are not into college uh, or even a junior college environment they need you need to know what uh, the enemy has planned and what the god's kids have been stirred to do and and uh, dr mark stingler is is one of those tell, we've got a few minutes in the in the first segment for you to tell a little bit about who why what where, <laughs> where when and how of dr mark stingler well, sure. I'm a, I'm a holistic medical doctor, so I practice both types of medicine, nutritional and regular medicine, like people know it. Is that what you mean by integrative medicine? Yes, integrative. We integrate both systems, mm-hmm. however we can help the patient best. Um, I've always had an interest in apologetics. I've been studying apologetics and Christianity for decades now. Actually, I have a master's of religious studies degree from Southern California. So I could California call you Center. doctor from, from many just from Well, that was a master's degree. Oh, okay. So, yeah. so I could, you want me to call you master? I don't think we're going there. <laughs> no, but I got a great family. My wife, um, a tremendous person. I have three kids. My oldest uh, just graduated from Liberty University. Liberty is what a fantastic university. And they don't have to fight some of the battles that we're going to be talking about here today. Exactly. You got a bachelor in biblical studies, minor in biblical languages. My daughter goes to Liberty University as yes, well. Yes. And then I have a son going into grade 11. So things are good. But I understand when I read over some of your background, engineering is a big part of your life as well. Oh, well, for me, let's see. You know, I've got my medical degree, I've got my. Um, 
master's degree in religious studies. I'm just finishing actually a master's in biology as well. Uh-huh. After being out of school for 25 years, I My thought goodness. I need to be refreshed on things. Um, so no, Dr. Galuzzo we're going to have on. Okay. He's actually a professional engineer as well as a medical doctor. Well, the thing yeah. that I, as I stepped back and I looked at the guests, I go, these guys are intellectual people. <laughs> you, you know, you, it's, it's interesting to find somebody who's th- that deep intellect and also has Holy Spirit coursing through their body, whispering in their ear and say, do this and do that. And sometimes for an intellectual person, it's hard to say, hard to put the logic behind some of the things the Holy Spirit says. So you, sometimes you walk a delicate balance, but it makes you a better person. Yeah, and the thing I actually I love to do is uh, street evangelism. My is son right? and I meet a group of men every Saturday at Balboa Park, and uh, we spend about seven, eight hours every Saturday, you know, talking to people. Has this been going on for some time? Yeah. My, uh, my son and I have been doing this a, a, probably a good 10 years. Is that right? Yes. Have you noticed, you know, different people in the society changes over the years? Mm-hmm. Have you been noticing an increased receptivity or, or defiance against the gospel? Honestly, we see quite a mixture. Yeah. I mean, today before I came in here, I was out the park, and I'll be going back there, and we're done. Um, we see quite a mixture. Yes, we do, we really do. So I think we see the you know microcosm what our society is like. Um, so yeah, just a mixture. But you know, we see a tremendous response. We have a lot of Christians come and talk to us mm-hmm. to be edified, to get questions answered, uh, prayed for, and then we see talk to a lot of people who are atheists, agnostics, people involved in Islam, um, all sorts of things. So I'm going to turn the table on that question. I mm-hmm. asked if the people, what the attitude of the people was, do you feel that you and other ministers of the gospel and evangelist type of people have a higher level of urgency than ever before? Um, I am seeing that. Yes. I am seeing more people starting to get involved in evangelism and apologetics. We are seeing that starting to shift again, um, which is a good thing. But, you know, it still is a small percent of people and our church is involved in those things, yes. so it, it needs to be more urgent to the church. You know, one of my heart's cries for Come Together San Diego is to help people uh, re- understand their calling and to move actively into it. The time of just being a passive Christian mm. is, is past. I right. Mean, this time, you look at the government, you look at the state of affairs in the world, and even in your city, your state, the nation, and the world, you realize that Christians have been sitting in the in kind of the in the back pews or the back bleachers, it's time for us to come to the foreground and do what our calling is because God's got big plans and the people he plans on using are Y-O-U. <laughs> <laughs> What's a, that's a good summary. I mean, look at the beginning of our educational institutional systems in America. I mean, they're founded by Christians. Yes. Harvard, Yale, Princeton, et cetera. I mean, now of them are, you know, are essentially anti-God. So, um, you know, as Christians, we need to reclaim our territory, so to speak, be salt and light. And I know at our church, I go to Calvary Chapel Oceanside, our pastor has really made it a mission to get people active in the many different facets of ministry, yes. including uh, evangelism. Well, uh, Dr. Mark, we spent a little bit of time talking about the broad brushstroke here. Let's, let's dive into the specifics of this show, because we're going to talk about those people, you know, a, a young person who's been nurtured in a Christian environment, and uh, they get accepted or they uh, enroll in a college, uh, just a secular college environment. It could be a university or just a college or even a uh, a, a city college or any kind of environment, whatever it is, oftentimes there are people with ulterior motives that are trying to change their way of thinking. And uh, it's important that, number one, that they have a strong 
uh, discipline of knowing who they are and what they're called to do, but also they need to know how to not only defend against it, but to combat it in very positive ways. So I'm thrilled that we're going to be talking about that, and we're going to be bringing on one of your friends. Expl- before we explain about your friend, yeah. one of the reasons you guys are coming together, because there's a venue happening a little bit later on in this month. Tell a little bit about that, and that'll set us up for you uh, introducing Oh, yeah. Guests. So I was thrilled to work with my church, bring out Dr. Randy Galuza. Like I said, he's a medical doctor. He's a professional engineer. He's got a biblical degree from uh, uh, Moody Bible Institute. Yes. Uh, he was a flight surgeon in the Navy. And um, he also has a master's of public health from Harvard. And we have Dr. Jeffrey Tompkins, who's a geneticist, used to run the genetics lab at Clemson University, Secular University. And basically, you're going to come to Calvary Chapel Oceanside, July 28th, from 6 to 9 p.m. It's a free event. And they're going to go over the obvious design of the human body of our creation compared to evolution, atheistic evolution. And it's just, um, you know, it's hands down all the evidence in our favor. People just have to be aware of the information. Yeah, and the strategy of uh, the the liberals is they don't necessarily have to make a good argument, but whatever they say, they need to say it loudly and and demean (laughs) demean the other person so the other person is embarrassed to even stand their ground. One of the things that I believe God wants us to do, and maybe that'll get into our discussion here, Dr. Mark, and that is we need to be bold uh, in our faith. Right. And so, and so we have, uh, in beginning the next segment and throughout the entire remainder of the two-hour show, this wonderful friend of yours, Dr. Randy Galuza, mm-hmm. and uh, we're gonna, I'm going to have fun plying the big brains with questions, my friend, uh, <laughs> and, and we're, we're going to see how uh, the, you know, the discipline of being a medical doctors or engineer mentality or theology, we're just going to see how those blend with practical Christianity, and we're going to have fun with that, but I think they're going to give you some insights that perhaps you hadn't thought of before. So uh, would you, I know you're going to stay with me for the full two hours. Absolutely. And get ready for the next, after we do this commercial break, I'm going to have you introduce uh, Dr. Randy Galuza. And we are going to have a blast. My listening friend, it's time for you to invite other people to listen to this broadcast because it's going to be inspirational and educational. And uh, Dr. Mark Stingler and Kaz will be right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show with Cass Taylor. FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. And thank you very much. I'm back with Dr. Mark Stengler of the Stengler Center for Integrative Medicine, and uh, we're going to compare Darwinism to God's plans for his kids, and I think you're going to see a a massive difference between the two. And one thing that the enemy wants to do is he wants to blur the lines and say, oh, you know, this is a God thing too. Oh, no, it isn't. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to have some fun calling out the deceptions and what to do about them. I mean, it's, it's important to identify that they're there, but it's even more important to understand how to stand against them and actually uh, garner victory. Isn't that right, Dr. Mark? Absolutely. <laughs> I like that. And we, and we have a, a friend of yours uh, that's uh, a fellow doctor, but another... I'm sorry, they're, they're the big brainers here in the studio, and my producer's a big brainer too, but then, then there's me. <laughs> but I, I know how to ask the intriguing questions, yes. so that'll get me through. <laughs> yeah, we've got uh, Dr. Randy Galuza, yes. who's from the Institute for Creation Research, ICR, 
And Dr. Galuzzo is a medical doctor. Uh, he's also, he has a degree from Moody Bible Institute, like I said before. He's a professional engineer. And he also has a master's of public health from Harvard, of all places. So this guy is just very well trained. Matter of fact, so well trained, you know, most people don't want to debate him out there in the atheistic uh, world. But That's what uh, I heard. Yeah, so Dr. Galuzzo, thank you so much for joining us. Hello, well, Dr. Galuzzo. Thank you so very much for the invitation. It's, it's a pleasure. Now that we've bragged on you, are you able to hold your end of the bargain? <laughs> well, I, I really hope so. Uh, that was uh, quite the introduction. No. You know, we're going to have some fun because uh, a lot of times a person sends their young people out off to college or a young person goes off to college, and they really don't understand the barrage that they're going to be getting about anti-God philosophies and things like that. And I'm so delighted to hear of your willingness to debate uh, professors and other uh, educational people and uh, open their eyes to what the Bible says, but also uh, what the God uh, uh, of creation who created them has to say. It, it kind of stirs them a bit. So give just a moment, uh, Dr. Galuza, a little bit about yourself, and then we're going to dive on in to the heavy revies that I've been excited to question you both about. So, Dr. Galuza, give us an, the elevator speech. Oh, really quickly. I didn't grow up as a believer. In fact, I believed in evolution until I graduated from high school. And even into the time I went to Moody Bible Institute, um, because in order to get in, you just had to be a believer. And I was a believer and I had a good testimony. And so I got accepted to that. And I basically believed everything that my teachers had taught me in high school and then in my freshman year in college. And it wasn't until I was a, I had been an engineering student for a couple of years, it wasn't until my very first year at Moody Bible Institute, I found a magazine called Acts and Facts, which is produced by the ministry which I now work for. That was back in 1979. And that literally changed my life. I took it back to one of those cubicles in the library and <clears throat> read it. And it was like, wow, this is really, really true. So that's when I really committed my life to do the work of, of, um, creation and set my eyes on working for ICR. Along the way, the Lord led me go back to finish a degree in engineering. I finished my degree at Moody in theology. And then through being mentored by people at ICR, they were pointing me towards getting my professional license in engineering and then eventually getting a doctorate, which I got at the University of Minnesota in medicine. And then along the way, picked up that degree in Harvard. Been married 41 years have uh, three grown children, six grandchildren, and uh, just a real delight. Oh, wow. You married for 41 years. Uh, tomorrow I am married for 42. Oh, got okay. married. I, Get this. I know you'll appreciate you bi- bi- biblical the- theologians. I got married on 7 7 77 with my <laughs> beloved wife on oh. Christian television, actually. <laughs> so, uh, happy anniversary, my sweet one. <laughs> she listens in and she gives me a critique, believe me, <laughs> at the close of the show. How come you didn't ask Dr. Mark this or that? So, I'm, gonna, I'm trying to be intuitive. So, so uh, Dr. Randy, um, it's, you know, I've observed and I've experienced it myself when you're coming out of the world into God stuff, there's a transition. I mean, you don't instantly have 100% zeal for the truths of God. They, 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 they grow on you. And I know Dr. Market probably the same way with, with you. They, they, the, the truths become a revolution, revel, revelation to you, and your degree of zeal enhances with that revelation. Did, did that happen with you, and how did that impact you as you're meeting face-to-face with other uh, educational-type people? 
Well, actually, my transformation was almost instantaneous. Thank you for ruining my theory. <laughs> yeah, with, uh, with facts and facts, because I was I was really was a pretty good defender of evolution. Um, I knew the things I had been taught in school fairly well. But when I took that magazine back, I read two articles by a man named Dr. Gish, who's now president with the Lord. He was co-founder with Dr. Henry Morris of the Institute for Creation Research right there in San Diego. And um, one was on how, how fossils really look exactly the same like as living organisms today. They haven't changed in all those years. And he had many examples of that. And the other was on the difficulties with the origin of life. And those two articles were so well-written, so well-reasoned, and so well-documented that when I read them in that little cubicle, I sat there just stunned, just absolutely stunned and thought, wow, this is true, and I've been lied to. My. I've been really lied to. And and so it really wasn't a kind of a slow go. They were just so well done that as I read them, they just struck me, and I um, I basically had a change of mind right then and there in the library. My, my, my. And Dr. Mark, uh, you know, the, the whole idea of false science mm-hmm. and, and biblical science, uh, there's kind of a, a, a large gap between the two. Uh, when did you begin delving into this as well? Well, I was in medical school. I think uh, during those years, I was actually a little bit depressed. You know, I wasn't born again. Um, I thought life was kind of strange. People sick and dying and lying and cheating and all this kind of stuff. And uh, I think my my father had passed away right at that time. And um, I thought the world was quite strange, really. And then my uh, I met my wife to be Angela, and she started. uh, She converted from Catholicism to Mm -hmm. evangelical Christianity. She kept asking me to go to church. I'm like. I'm not going with those crazy born-again people. (laughs) And anyway, so I started just reading the Bible. I say reading it with one eye open. Yes. I mean, in other words, to me, it would have been nice if it's true, but I don't want to get scammed. You know, I don't get scammed. So I would study it, studied for a couple years, and I studied outside sources. I studied how compared to science and all that. And then just one day, you know, God peeled the uh, scales off my eyes, and it all started making sense. So, And then I had a radical transformation for one who kind of, was um, not only going to church with my wife, you know, telling her, we got to get going or we late to church today, you know? <laughs> and then I, my kids were young and stuff, and then I decided, I got to go to seminary. I need to learn the details. And this is this yes. is so important for my family's sake, for my sake, for my friends. I need to learn the details. So I'd go to, I went to seminary at night for three years to learn it more in depth. My, my Dr. Mark Stingler and uh, Dr. Galuza, let's kind of dig into the topic here. You know, we were talking around the edges right now, but uh, Darwinism and uh, the Bible, they seem to be at odds with one another. And uh, why don't you, uh, Dr. Galuza, give us kind of an overview of the two uh, and how they differ from one another. And then you and Dr. Mark and, and I, we will excavate those comments. So uh, Dr. Randy Galuza. Yes, they really are totally contrary one to another. And the biblical position is is that God reveals himself very, very clearly, very plainly in nature through the things that he's made. And it's really by looking at the complexity of living organisms, of all of those creatures around us and how well they fit with their environment. 
And you look at that and you see all of the same features of human handiwork. In fact, that's why the Bible says we are the work of his hands. And that when we look at those things, we see his handiwork or we see his workmanship. We see the exact same features in living things and the exact same elements. And and now we know even the exact same engineering principles in living things that we see in man-made things. And so when we look at living creatures, they look incredibly designed. So the question is, where did that design come from? And the obvious answer is that it came from a designer. It came from an intelligent designer. It came from a great creator. The whole purpose of evolutionary theory, and I can back this up from all historians of evolution ad nauseum, the whole purpose of evolutionary theory is to explain why things look so well designed without appealing to a designer. It is to come up with a naturalistic explanation where there is no need for divine agency. In fact, evolutionary theory is at its core an anti-design and an anti-designer theory. And most people will say that Darwin's greatest discovery was how to explain design without a designer. So on the one hand, the Bible says God reveals himself very clearly through his designs, And evolutionary theory is to explain the design of life without a need for a designer. My, my, my. And that's been the challenge for the the Darwin uh, evolutionists uh, from the very beginning. I mean, they they come up with things that are quasi-factual, like carbon dating and things like that. And they go, well, you know, the Bible only speaks to about mm, 6,000 years. How about the millions of years preceding that. And uh, we're going to get into some of those topics. We've got about a minute left in this segment, but we're going to dive deeply into those because where uh, false science thinks that they have a, can make a stand, true science and the creator of the universe has the truth. And, and you have to have a willingness to uh, um, look at things from a different perspective or else uh, you're going to miss the mark on that. So we're going to talk a little bit about that if you're game, uh, Dr. Randy Galuza for the remainder of the two-hour segment, uh, segments and uh, Dr. Mark Stengler as well. My listening friend, I need to tell you something. This What we're learning about uh, Darwinism versus uh, Christianity and the things that are going to be facing your youngsters in a college environment, these are things that we face on a day-to-day basis. And we need to learn to have confidence not only in God, but his written word as well. And as the more you embrace God's written word and the more you embrace the writer of that written word, the more confidence you will have to make your stand. And you go, oh, I don't like confrontation. But sometimes confrontation confronts you. And so you have to be willing to make your stand and go, oh, you know, you, here, let me give you four websites to check. No, you need to make your stand because uh, uh, God wants us to come boldly into the throne of grace. And when, once you've come boldly into the throne of grace, then you're equipped to go outside of the throne area and command attention of those who are surrounding you in the real world. So Dr. Randy Galuza and uh, uh, Dr. Mike Stengler, uh, we're going to talk about evolution in the school environment and how to defend against that. And we're going to deal with some of the uh, standard operating uh, arguments that uh, evolutionists and Darwin uh, embracers deal with. And then we're going to take the biblical perspective. And uh, Dr. Stengler has his Bible wide open. And I know he's (laughs) he's ready to rock and roll. So uh, uh, um, Randy Galuza and Mark Stengler and Kaz will be right back. 
You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it at 866-577-2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. My name is Jim Garlow. Two things. First one negative, second one positive. Negatively, if we saw the condition of our nation, we would all be in prayer. Positively, if we could see what God could do with our nation, we'd all be in prayer. Now, more of Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. And uh, I am here indeed with a captivating topic, but oh, so captivating of co-hosts and guests as well. Dr. Mark Stengler of the Stengler Center for Integrative Medicine. And I want to introduce uh, Randy Galuza, Dr. Randy Galuza. He's back in the Midwest, uh, South Dakota. South Dakota area, and uh, we're, we're about ready to open the hatch here. So before we do, I know, Mark, you had a comment you wanted to make, and then we're going to uh, be ready, Dr. Galuza. I'm going to be plying you with uh, uh, non-believer uh, Darwin questions, and uh, uh, so polish your intellect, because I'm going I'm to be drilling some tough questions your way. So first of all, go ahead, Mark. What well, you know, you Kaz say? and Dr. Gluz has experienced this for sure. Um, you know, when you talk to these people, master's degrees, PhDs in biology and cell biology and, you know, chemistry and all that, when, when they say they believe in the science of evolution, what we call neo-Darwinian evolution, and you start talking to them, it only takes a matter about two to three minutes and you find out it's a big facade. They abandon all the laws of science in terms of supporting their worldview. Let me yes. give you just a classic. Well, first of all, let's just make it very basic. We have all these laws of science. We have laws in biology. We have laws of physics, laws of mathematics, you know, all these laws. And in our world, whenever we have laws, we always have a lawgiver. Yet they're not ready to con- willing to concede, even though that's what we observe 100% of the time in our world, where you have a law, a uniform yeah. law, repeatable, without exception. So the big question is, who's the, who's the lawgiver? You know, in science, you, can't, you couldn't even use the methodology of science without God or the Bible. Because think about it. If you believe the world was just some cosmic accident, you know, this cosmic evolution, boom, we can't explain where the parts came from, the information, the energy, and so forth, this random unguided explosion, there we, we got our universe. Why in the world would we have uniformity in nature, in other words, things are repeatable, laws mm-hmm. of gravity and all these types of things. So you couldn't even have the method of science unless you had the God of the Bible who designed it all, allowed us to, to utilize it. Yes, and but but then there's this you know the standard uh, approach is diversion. When somebody give, you give somebody that kind of answer, they go, oh yeah, well then, and they have you know a handful of other comments or or questions to throw off the point. And let, before I set uh, Dr. Randy Galuza. Free in this. Let me let me tell you something from my observation here, and uh, Dr. Randy can uh, agree with or deny it. But there, there's a bigger picture behind the curtain here. You know, there's some an, an intent, a ten, intention, and a and an individual behind the curtain that wants to take away all of God's glory, all of God's truths, because he wants to draw attention to himself, the God of this age, the God of uh, who is in, in, you know, the God of the uh, prince of the power of the air and, and things like that. He, he doesn't want to give God any glory. And the whole, one of the biggest uh, dangers to him is people who actually look into Scripture and actually glean truths from Scripture. So every time you come up with a Scripture 
uh, element, then all of a sudden he goes, goes something that's the antithesis of, of Scripture that sounds very logical. So, Dr. Randy Galuza, I'm going to just give you one of the, what I would think to be a, one of the common questions that a, uh, a Darwin person or an evolution person would uh, ask or comment about and hear your take on it from a b- biblical standpoint. Would you be willing to do that? Oh, you bet. <laughs> Boy, I, I couldn't think of anything that I knew would stump you. So let me just go with the standard comment. That is, you know, the Bible covers a specific period of time. You've got, the, you know, creation and, and all the way into maybe 6,000 years of stuff. But here we're uncovering dinosaurs and other life, plant life and things like that, that uh, and rock life and that's, that dates back, you know, carbon dating back into the millions of years. How do you reconcile that? If the Bible is the truth, how come it doesn't mention any of those millions of year old things? Oh, yeah, Dr. Randy Galuza, what do you have to say about that? <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Well, I would, you're, I'd agree with you. The Bible doesn't mention millions of years, and it doesn't mention things going back millions of years. You're absolutely right. I'm getting set up. I can feel it. <laughs> you're right, because you're actually interpreting the Bible better than some Christians do. And in fact, you're given the words their normal meaning and the normal context, and in that, you're not going to find any millions of years in the Bible. And, and, and I agree with you also that it only goes back about 6,000 years. But what I don't agree with is your assumption that science has proved let's say dinosaurs, as you just said, are millions and millions of years old. In fact, there's a lot of evidence to completely contradict your assertion there that they are millions and millions of years old. And one of the biggest ones is the find in the last, actually the last 20 years, but really, really coming to the forefront about the last 12 or 13 years of soft dinosaur tissue. I'm talking about tissue in dozens of different fossils of dinosaurs, which is still stretchy. It's still pliable. And in other areas, you can look and you can actually see blood vessels with blood cells still in them. And there is not a process known to man on based on any research or study which would preserve those tissues for over a million years, let alone 65 to 100 million years, of which some of these fossils have been dated at. And in fact, a better explanation is that these fossils, just like most fossils around the world, were buried extremely rapidly en masse by the billions suddenly in a worldwide global flood. That ties together a lot better observations of why we find mass mortality all over the planet, plus we find this soft dinosaur tissue. So do you have a paper that explains the preservation of soft dinosaur tissue for millions of years? No. I know you don't, because I do this for a living, and if there was one out there, I'd know about it. Well, also, uh, Dr. Galuza, one of the things I like about Acts and Facts, and I'm not a part of ICR, but it's a minister I really like. You know, my apologetic friends, my doctor friends, we we actually ask each other, have you got the Acts and Facts magazine yet? They also will, you know, you can get it on email, too, if you're signed up for it. Because things like, you know, the soft tissue and dinosaurs. Uh, and the studies on it. All these things are kept up to date every month. You got Dr. Galuza speaking about the engineering capabilities of the body. So 
there's simple ways people can get educated. You don't have to go to medical school like us. You don't have to go to seminary. I mean, people have the resources. They just have to get them and do a little reading every month. Yes. Dr. Mark Stengler, uh, help me out here with some of the objections you have to face them. And I want to have... uh Dr. Galuza, give input to this, but you know, you come face to face with people who uh, are not believers and they really say the, the Bible is a nice story, but what about this or what about that? Do you have any insight, any, any observations of people and the kind of arguments that they would make? Well, you know, I do a lot of street evangelism yes. and I'd have to say nowadays it's very difficult to do street evangelism unless you're knowledgeable in the pseudoscience of evolution. Because I tell you, it comes up time and time again. And so, you know, this whole idea of a tree of life, where you had simple organisms over time evolve into higher life forms and eventually get up to primates and ape-like creatures and then the chimpanzees and then, you know, related to humans. And so it's an easy thing to dispel with people, to refute. You basically, let's review the evidence. Show me, show me in the genetic code where, you know, there's leftover DNA for, say, a cockroach's legs and human DNA. <laughs> you can't show it. Let's look at this study done in 2018, published in the Journal of Evolution, totally secular, atheistic evolutionists. And what did it find? Largest study ever, 100,000 species, including humans. They analyzed the same part of the DNA code, which I won't get into the details. And what were their findings? There is no genetic relationship between species which you would find in a Darwinian tree of life type of model, and relatively life, animal life and human life came on around the same time on the earth at a very early age. So let's go with what the science shows. That's what the science shows. The rest is just science fiction, really, if you want to give actual science. That's what I'm saying. When you actually talk to people and you ask them if they follow the method of science, when you start getting down to it, they soon you know, do away with the methodology of science and they get into emotional arguments, which I think Dr. Galuza would be well-versed to comment on that. Exactly, and I'm going to invite Dr. Randy Galuza to comment on that. Uh, oftentimes, do you find when people are wanting to be combative, uh, much of their argument is really in emotional-based or misunderstanding-based rather than actual factual-based. And a lot of people, uh, they, divide, they separate uh, fact from Bible. You know, Bible is something you have to believe by faith, and uh, facts are facts. And uh, they try to put a separation between the two, and the truth of the matter is the, the one who is the truth wrote the truth, which is the Bible. So how, how would you deal with people that say, you know, you're, you're a Bible believer, I pursue the facts? Well, I would, um, first of all, I would agree with you that they try to frame the argument that we're faith-based and they're fact-based, but nothing really could be further from the truth, and I would just point that out. I would say the reality is that all of the scientific evidence really does confirm the Bible. And Dr. Stengler just mentioned some genetic evidence that shows divisions, clear divisions between each created kind. And they also show that they uh, seem to have developed about the exact same time, which we would point to a biblical time frame. I'm going I'm to have you put, put a pause on that because we have to take a break. But this is a great place to take a break because no one's going to get past the break without coming back and listening to how you answer this question about how you deal with uh, people saying uh, truth versus scripture, uh, two different things. We're going to talk a little bit more about that when uh, Dr. Randy Galuza and uh, Dr. Mark Stengler and Kaz come right back. More Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor is next. FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. 
A prophetic phenomenon is sweeping over the world. Prophecies are being fulfilled in rapid succession. The Jewish people are returning to their borders. Ancient highways are being restored and the true location of ancient biblical Jerusalem has been revealed. Shalom from Jerusalem. My name is Anarina Hyman and I invite you to join us in learning about how modern day events are corresponding with the Hebrew calendar the deep secrets embedded in the Hebrew language of the Bible and to discover the spiritual significance of Jerusalem. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Jerusalem's sake, I will not remain quiet till her vindication shines like the dawn, her salvation like a blazing torch. It's time to set your heart towards Jerusalem. It's time to align with Zion. Join us at www.alignwithzion.com. The process that began on an April morning in 1775 led to the birth of the greatest nation the world has ever seen. It's been a bumpy road at times with twists and turns, but it has made us who we are today. This weekend, we celebrate truth, justice, and the American way. Happy Independence Day. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. And thank you very much. You know, we've been talking about the challenges facing today's young adults in college, but it's a broader picture as well. Um, Dr. Mark Stengler of the Stengler Center for Integrative Medicine and Dr. Randy Galuza. Uh, we've been talking about God's master plan uh, that was actually published thousands of years ago for us to follow. And uh, Dr. Randy, one of the things that we ended the last segment with was an, uh, the beginning of an argument or discussion, and you were right in this thick of setting the stage for this, and but I'll uh, set the platform again and let you continue your comments here. We're, we're talking about uh, what a person who wants to uh, debate you or disagree with you, uh, their perspective, pers- perspective about evolution and identifying that as factual versus the Bible. So the bottom line is facts versus the Bible, and how would you speak to those people, Dr. Randy? You're right. They really do like to set up the debate as facts versus faith or facts versus belief in something that is mystical. The reality is the Bible does say that we behold to the belief in God by faith. We accept things by faith. But what we accept by faith is very, very clear evidence. We see the evidence primarily in the design of living things. There are are many different levels of design, but when you look at creatures, you're seeing design. And there's nothing faith-based about that. That is very, very obvious, and you can test it. And you can look for principles of design. You can look for conditions of design. And all of those line up with exactly what we see in nature. And what the person presenting the question probably doesn't realize is how much of evolutionary theory is actually faith-based. And in fact, one of the major tenets of evolutionary theory, Stephen Jay Gould, one of the leading evolutionists before he passed away said, was extrapolism, extrapolationism, where someone looks at something in the present and then they have to extrapolate back in time of how things were. And the moment you start to extrapolate back in time, you are invoking imagination. And the further back you have to extrapolate, the more imagination you have to invoke. 
And because so much of evolution is based on imagination, imaginary transitional forms, imaginary organs which supposedly had no function, imaginary similarities, and just on and on and on, that much of evolutionary theory is based on this pure imagination, and that is why it has such a bad track record in things that it's claimed, which have actually turned out to be false, and claiming things like your appendix is useless, your tonsils, tonsils are useless, yes. and so on and so on. There's There's so many areas where... Much of evolutionary theory is just pure imagination in and of itself. Or, or the little finger and the little toe, for example. They're going away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're really not going away. And, and, but the point is, it's not a debate of fact versus faith. It's really a debate of, in, in the broader sense of faith versus faith, and then which, which framework has the better facts. Well, and you could boil it down to, once again, when I talked about moving the curtain away, it's the enemy of your faith versus God who desires to empower you and be all you've been called to be. And when you boil it all down, even Darwinianism and all these other different uh, things that uh, are tending to draw young people, college students and others, away from their faith, the, really intent, the real intent is to draw them away from their creator because their creator has uh, wonderful plans for them and the enemy of your soul does not. So uh, I know that uh, Dr. Mark had some insights that he wanted to share here, too, and we're going to kind of blend those with you as well, Dr. Randy, if that's okay. Sure. Well, yeah. I mean, of course, you look at the history of Darwin, and Dr. Galuza knows it well. I mean, Darwin himself, you know, really had a vendetta against God. I mean, unfortunately, you know, his daughter passed away, and um, one thing led to another, and he really came up with this tactic to try and explain away God in nature— Unfortunately, you know, as modern science has developed, it totally refutes his position or people who believe in Darwinian evolution. Just a few couple quick examples. You know, in Genesis 1, we see in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. I mean, virtually all cosmologists, all scientists believe now the universe had a beginning. It would have to just because of the laws of entropy and so forth. Okay, well, it seems to match up the Bible. Um, let's go to Genesis 1.11 and other verses in Genesis 1. We see that plants, animals... And humans, of course, reproduce their own kind, mm-hmm. right? So evolutionists still have to hold on to this old theory which has been refuted. It's obsolete, called abiogenesis, that life comes from non-life. Now, no one in human history has ever seen life come from rock or from some minerals. Always life comes from life, which is, you know, what we've, it was in the Bible thousands of years ago. So in reality, if you want to look at the laws of science we have now, like the law of biogenesis, life comes from life and from, you know, the same kind. That's exactly what the Bible said thousands of years ago. So the science actually is all on our side. It's actually, when you actually understand these things, it's an embarrassment. What they call an embarrassment of riches. And Dr. Gluza, being a medical doctor and being in that field, especially in biology, I mean, it's, again, the evidence in design, the intricacies of the cells and all biology and nature, I mean, it's totally all in our favor. Let's hear Dr. Gluza give some thoughts on that. What's your thought uh, on that, Dr. Gluza? Well, Dr. Stengler is absolutely right. The more we look into the cell, the harder and harder it is to ever come up with some scenario to how this could have ever evolved. And as Dr. Stengler mentioned, nobody has a clue of how life began. And there are dozens of papers published every year, but nobody has a unified explanation of how reproduction, adaptation, 
metabolism and growth, all of the things which living creatures do could have ever happened by a natural process. All of them have their own chicken and egg scenarios and between themselves they have chicken and egg scenarios. And that's why nobody is is even close, not even remotely close to explaining an origin of life. And as Dr. Stengler also mentioned, the track record of evolutionary theory has just been abysmal. The things that I was taught as factual in junior high and high school have all, without exception, all been proven wrong. Um, Views of Neanderthal man were absolutely wrong. Views on vestigial organs like your tonsils and appendix and your tailbone and things like that have all been proven wrong. Views on transitions between one type of creature to another have all been debunked. And the fossil record shows doesn't show advancement over time. It shows that organisms appear suddenly in the fossil record without any evolutionary ancestors, and they stay essentially unchanged until they either go extinct, unfortunately, or they are like we see in living forms today. You find a fossil and its living counterpart essentially without any difference. And they, they show distinct differences between the organisms without any transitions in between them. Wow. Doctor, so track record's just been terrible. Yes, yes. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that in future segments. The first hour is uh, coming to a conclusion. Dr. Randy Galuza and Dr. Mark Stengler, I'm going to have each one of you give a 30-second conclusion to the, to the first hour that we've just concluded uh, and encourage people uh, about God versus uh, uh False gods and, okay. and, and, and a 30 second overview. And in the next uh, hour, what we're going to do, we've talked a lot about uh, some of the challenges of evolution and things like that. I want to talk in the next hour about how those false doctrines, if you will, have negatively impacted God's kids and look further uh, ahead on what uh, the, the big battle is and how God wants us to make the right decisions now so we don't have to unlearn a bunch of other stuff later on. So would you uh, each give us give me about a 30-second encouragement from what you've uh, presented thus far, and then we're going to dive into a different component of the same topic, and I'm going to start with you, Dr. Mark. Sure. Well, I'll keep it short so we can hear more from Dr. Galuza. I like listening to him more than myself, <laughs> but put it this way. I would say this. Darwin evolution is science fiction. Biblical creation equals reality supported by science. Wow, and supported by the creator of the universe. Right, absolutely. Dr. Galuza, a brief overview, and then we're going to dive into uh, how all this stuff has negatively impacted God's plans for his kids and what we can do about it. So, Dr. Galuza, the uh, overview, overarching statement to close this segment, lay it on us. Well, the overarching statement would be that the track record of evolutionary theory has been abysmal. (laughs) And no Christian has to worry that there's something out there hanging out there in science which is going to overturn their faith because it's just not there. You can stand confidently on the Word of God. Oh, my, my. Stand confidently on the Word of God, my listening friend. Uh, Dr. Stengler and uh, Dr. Uh, Randy Galuza are coming back with me for the entire second hour. We've set the stage for this. Now, a lot of people graduate from college and they have injuries that they have to, you know, uh, misunderstandings that they have to unlearn to uh, fully embrace the Lord of all creation. And we're going to deal with specifically some of those injuries. Both of these guys are medical doctors as well and how to deal with that. And uh, God's big plans for you, my friend, uh, when you... uh, 
take the proper balance uh, between the things that happened in the distant past with things that God has planned for today and tomorrow, you're going to find some major common denominators. And both of my doctor friends and I, we're going to talk about that in the next segments. So do not go away because we will be right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. KPRZ, San Marcos, Poway, and K29CR, Encinitas, FM 106.1, North County, AM 1210, San Diego, K-Praise. I'll tell the world. Come Together San Diego with Cash Taylor on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. I'll tell the world, world, world. And my friends, we are entering the second hour of Come Together San Diego with what what a remarkable topic. We're dealing with uh, um, what the ev- evolutionists have to say, Darwinism mentality in the college environment and beyond, but how to reconcile that uh, in light of the Christian faith. And sometimes it's a real battle going on. And we're going to devote the second hour talking about the natural dangers of embracing those philosophies and how to circumvent those. And we're going to be talking with some uh, medical doctors who are uh, theologians and have engineer uh, backgrounds and, and have a real heart cry for the human need and, and have answered that human need with uh, what we call the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, uh, we, we have uh, Dr. Randy Galuza, and he's with the uh, Institute for Creation Research out of Dallas, Texas, and uh, my in-studio friend, Dr. Mark Stengler of the Stengler Center for Integrative Medicine. Gentlemen, uh, thanks for joining me for this last hour as well, and uh, uh, Dr. Randy, I hope your phone is charged because we're going to be taking advantage of you for this entire hour as well. <laughs> you know, yeah, let, me, let me start with a premise here and have you guys speak to that, and then we'll use that as a springboard into this last hour. You know, the enemy of our soul, Satan, has ulterior motives, and his motive is to take us away from the intimacy that God has planned for us. He wants to return us to that level of intimacy of he walking with his kids in the cool of the day and having just beautiful, wonderful, intimate relationships. Of course, the enemy of our soul wants just the opposite. He wants to tear us apart from that. And so as you look at these different things that are meant to take our focus away from God and godliness, evolutionism and Darwinism are among those, and you go into a college environment and you hear uh, professors professing different things that really draw our attention away from God and godliness. There's an ulterior motive there. So I'm going to have both of you speak just a little bit about that. But then in this second hour, we want to get to the solutions behind that because God absolutely loves you, my listening friend, and he doesn't want you deluded or confused about uh, false premise and philosophies out there. Because there are, Scripture talks about vain traditions, mm. and we have to steer clear of those vain traditions. Uh, thoughts on that, uh, 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 Dr. Mark, and then I'll have uh, uh, Dr. Randy uh, as well. Well, sure. I mean, besides the fact that Darwin evolution is just not scientific, matter of fact, Dr. Gluza writes a lot about the engineered adaptability of the human body. You know, being a medical doctor and engineer, he's well-versed in showing, I mean, you never have something engineered like the human body or any of the animal kingdom, plant kingdom, whatever it is, without an engineer, which is the Lord Jesus Christ. But what it comes down to is obviously Darwin evolution's opposed to the Christian worldview. And so what that does, in my opinion, is it devalues humans. 
Yes. Okay, it devalues humans. I mean, your ancestors were, you know, some ancient, you know, cockroach, clam, whatever. I mean, it's absurdity scientifically, but it devalues people. They don't acknowledge there's a spirit, there's no soul. There's no forgiveness of sins. There's no standard for morality. So it ends up in hopelessness. And so it's a wonder we have this epidemic of abortions and a rising suicide rate, even amongst young kids. I mean, you know, if you have no hope, and you're just the, the product of, 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 of a cosmic accident, I mean, that worldview is going to crush you. It's going to crush the spirit. It's going to crush the mind. And that's exactly what Satan intended. Yes. And if there's no eternal plan, there's no reason for morality. I mean, right. you can do whatever you want to do. You want to speak to this, uh, Dr. Randy Galuza, and then we're going to get, kind of get into the, the solutions here. There are a lot of, there's a lot of damage in the college environment done by professors. I wonder how many of them really have ulterior motives or they're entering the, to this uh, issue blindly. Any thoughts on that, uh, Dr. Galuza? Well, I don't think they're entering into it blindly by any means, and I want to thank Dr. Stengler there. He's really not a paid person on staff with ICR, but he's <laughs> a great job of of promoting the things that we're writing about and our, our magazine, which is absolutely free, called Acts and Facts, which anybody can get. And I'm glad he mentioned that because for over 50 years we've had donors which have been able to provide this resource to Christians, which is out there, and I, I really would encourage him to get that. But the fact of the matter is that Darwinism and Darwinian worldview is not compatible in the slightest way with the biblical worldview. And Darwinian evolution is the atheist's explanation uh, for the origin and the diversity of life. It's not the biblical explanation. And, And anybody who thinks you can marry the two is totally deluded. And you can't bring the two views together. Evolutionary worldview is a death-driven worldview. It has been and it always will be. It's a struggle for survival. It's a dog-eat-dog world. It's red in blood and tooth and claw from the very beginning. And in their worldview, death is the means to good. As one organism is dies so that its genes are eliminated from the gene pool so that the so-called fitter ones can survive and pass on all of theirs and it is through the literally the death of billions of creatures through their selectionist worldview that they try to to try to explain the origin and diversity of life and the bible says that death is an enemy and the bible says that death is a curse and that death is going to be destroyed and that it is not the means to good so at its very core it's rotten and as Kaz, as you already mentioned, it is a worldview which um, robs the Lord of his glory. And in fact, it doesn't just uh, rob him of his glory, it perverts. It perverts things that the Lord had as good, and it says they're bad, and it takes things that are bad, and it says they're good. Yeah, in other words, those who call good evil and evil good, we've heard a lot about that scripture and that precept going on. And it finds its way not only in science, but it finds its way in politics. It finds its way in government. It finds itself uh, in uh, all aspects of education and day-to-day living as well. And, and all of a sudden, this it negatively influences 
against God's plans for his kids. So it's a, it's a broader picture than just uh, one professor in a college environment uh, espousing Darwinism or evolutionism. Uh, the ulterior motive goes beyond the brain of that professor, and there's a, there's a, a, a bigger spirit behind that. Would you speak just briefly about that? Because we want to start talking about solutions to this. When we know uh, the, you know, the scripture says, be not ignorant of his devices. One of the devices that Satan uses is evolutionism and Darwinism and a lot of other uh, isms. Isms, <laughs> really. That we're, yeah. We look at the news, these isms are face-to-face with us now. So you want to speak to that, uh, Dr. Galuza? Yes, you're exactly right. And you keep uh, mentioning, rightfully so, the professors in college, which seem to be promoting almost as evangelists for this atheistic worldview. However, it really starts much, much younger than that. Uh, And there is a major push in the evolutionary camp to start indoctrinating children at preschool level and clearly through kindergarten in the grade school levels. Books are being written to do it. And uh, many people have lost their faith because they no longer have confidence in the Bible. But I have some studies that show only about 10 percent of those evangelicals who had walked away from their faith began doubting in college. But 40% began to doubt in high school, and another 40% began to doubt even in junior high school. And why wouldn't they? They're barraged with uh, these lies on Nova and National Geographic and every avenue available to them. And when they have questions, we need to have answers. Wow. You know, we're running out of time in this segment, but I'm going to set the stage for the next segment so you guys can jot a few notes down. But I I think you spoke to it uh, just now, uh, Dr. Randy Galuza, and that is we want to talk about the prescription for healing the doubting of the faith. And that happens, it happens, you know, as soon as you get away from the the nurturing of your parents who are trying to steep you in oftentimes in biblical things, or maybe you're not a Christian and your parents have steeped you in things that they have misunderstood as well. But there's a healing for that. And uh, God has that healing because he wants you to be healed and whole because he has great plans for you, your life and your calling. So uh, join with us, uh, uh, my listening friend, as uh, uh, Dr. Mark Stengler of the Center for uh, Integrative Medicine and going to have Dr. Randy uh, Galuza, forgive me, I stumble a little bit at trying to pronounce your name because I look at the actual spelling rather than the phonetic that pronunciation there, Dr. Galuza. <laughs> and Dr. Galuza is with the uh, Institute for Creation Research. We're going to talk a little, little bit more about these things, uh, f- take away the veil that uh, people are, are buying into, the things that are anti-God and anti-Christ and we're going to talk about uh, solutions for those things from doctor perspective and theological perspectives when we come oh, right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor, FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. We're back, and you know, I'm back with uh, Dr. Mark Stengler of the Stengler Center for Integrative Medicine and Dr. Randy Galuza from South Dakota um, with the uh, Institute for 
creation research. And uh, Dr. Galuza, before we go any further, there's a little bet in the studio here about the your ancestry. We're trying to get uh, the, the spelling of your name, G-U-L-I-U-Z-Z-A, and trying to put uh, an understanding of your background. Give us a brief overview so we can figure out who wins the bet. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I hope you win the bet. Uh, the, the, the ancestry of the name is Sicilian. And it's uh, so it's an Italian background, but specifically from the island of Sicily. And you would in Sicily, you would say Gliuzza. Mm. But that really kind of has like this mafia overtone to it when you say that. <laughs> and you have that. to say it and kind of with one of those kind of deep husky yeah, voices. Yeah, yeah, I'd make you an offer you couldn't refuse. <laughs> but um, so I kind of have the Americanized version, which is the I is silent, and so it would be, as you said, phonetically pronounced Galuza. And but it is a it's an Italian background. Well, but I'm still going to ask you to make an offer that people cannot refuse. Okay. <laughs> because we're dealing with the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, and that is an offer that people dare not uh, uh, refuse. But uh, what we're talking about, my listening friend, as you came into this uh, communication, we're talking about you know evolutionism and Darwinism and how that whole mentality poisons the mind from what God wants to instruct you with. And I, I mentioned just before the beginning of this segment, and I challenged uh, both Dr. Galuza and uh, Dr. Mark Stengler about, uh, we wanted to talk about a prescription to the doubting of the faith. You know, there's such a term that is used in a medical environment like early diagnosis and uh, early prevention. And, you know, one of the things that's important, uh, if we diagnose, uh, if you're a parent or if you're a young person that's entering into these things, if you can uh, give early diagnosis to what the challenge is, the prevention becomes more and more obvious. You want to talk a little bit about that uh, uh, on uh, on this segment, uh, Dr. Galuza, uh, as far as um, early diagnosis and early prevention uh, for us learning and walking in the faith? And I'll ask uh, uh, Dr. Mark Stengler the same thing. Well, you really frame this well in terms of this, in the terms of medical terms there. And you're right, it is a poison to the mind. And it's an infection as well. It's an infection of the mind. It's incompatible with Christianity. And so what you want to do, to put it in medical terms with your young people, is you want to inoculate them and you want to keep them from the poisons. You have to do two of those kinds of things. You keep them from the poisons by um, not necessarily keeping them from being exposed to evolutionary thinking, but you keep them from the poison of the infection that comes with that, which is the false teaching, the lies that go along with all the evolutionary teaching, and you inoculate them in advance by teaching them from a young age the evidences for the design that are seen in living things. The Bible holds that forward all the time as the evidence for God's existence is looking at the design in living things. So from an early age, you take them on nature walks, you take them to museums, you educate them to look for the design, to see the design, and then as they get older and older and they start to understand cells and cellular processes and things like that, you point them towards the design. And if you can't do that in and of yourself, then you avail yourself to the resources that are out there through ministries like ICR, and on our webpage, icr.org, and you get those resources and you bring them home. We have books written for children, teenagers, adults, 
and you want to inoculate them early and you want them to be <clears throat> educated early so that they can see and spot the lies that are going to come their way. And I might add that one of the great prescriptions uh, for fighting this battle is a magazine that I've been hearing a little bit about uh, these days, about Acts and Facts magazine. So uh, beyond the other um, uh, support materials that you have on your website, you have uh, access to this Acts and Facts. It sounds like it's an easy, interesting read that people can walk away with with quite an education. Well, yes, it is, and it's absolutely free. We have articles in it which really span the entire spectrum of of grade levels. We have some that are question and answer, which are geared for basically junior high school kids and below. It's a simple question that they might face at school or hear on television and an answer. And then we go all the way through with with a really highly scientifically oriented article called our impact articles. But Acts and Facts that you can sign up for at ICR.org is a free resource, probably the best deal out there for any of the Christians who are wanting to equip themselves. Well, doctor, let's get a website from you. It is. It's it's really easy. It's a lot easier than my last name. <laughs> Simply ICR.org. ICR.org. There's a search link there. You can type in a question. You can type in a keyword, and it'll probably pull up dozens of articles that have been written on it, and including many contemporary articles. My listening friend, are you paying close attention here? We're gi- giving you some uh, prescriptions, actually, for solving the problem of uh, lack of faith or somebody fighting against your faith and trying to disprove God. Uh, the- these articles are going to be very, very helpful for from you written, I guess, not only from a, a scientific perspective, but also from a theological perspective. So, yes, you're perfectly right. There's, a, there's always a scientific element, but you can't separate that from the Scripture. And we develop that and how the two basically fit like a, a hand in a glove. And so we, we, we do develop it theologically, but our emphasis is primarily, as you probably guessed, on the scientific aspect of it. Yes, yes, yes. Now I'm going to turn the tables on uh, Dr. Mark Stengler of the Stengler Center for Integrative Medicine, and I'm going to give you the words and ask you to give us insights. We've got about two or three minutes in this oh, okay. segment, so you can delve a little bit into this. Because, And after this, we want to talk a little bit more about God's great master plan that circumvents this whole idea of evolution and things like that. But I'm going to give you the words um, that uh, I gave to Randy Galuza as well, and that is early diagnosis and early prevention. You have any thoughts on that? Well, I think, you know, in terms of the Christian faith, it's like many other things in life. It's doing and knowing the fundamentals well. So that'd be scripture, a relationship with God through Jesus Christ, prayer, surrounding yourself with mature people in the faith, the power of the Holy Spirit. But one of the things I'm seeing very positively, I'm seeing somewhat of a shift in terms of the Christian attitude towards the mental aspect. You know, we're told to love God with all our heart, soul, and yeah, mind. mind. Now, in the last couple hundred years, Christianity in some ways has negated the last part, the mind. And there's nothing to be ashamed of, of, of intellectualism. Okay, now obviously um, there's many aspects to Christianity, but we're seeing this resurgence of leaders in around the country, around the world, people like Dr. Galuza, who are just, you know, very, very talented in their field, leaders have the knowledge base in teaching people, and so we're seeing a resurgence in the importance of the mind in Christianity. 
Um, God gave us our minds, the ability to reason. Come, let us reason together, says the Lord. Yes. And so it's been neglected, but that's starting to come back. And so when these kids, like Dr. Galuza said, from young age all the way up through junior high, high school, college, they have to be able to reason properly, but reason through the lens of the Christian worldview. That's the only way you're going to have accuracy. And, you know, when we read in Hebrews chapter 11, people often quote what faith is. Now, faith is the assurance or the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So this concept of faith, things we can't see. But, you know, the chapter before that, we have all these evidences that the previous saints had given us. So Christianity is not a blind faith. It's actually no. fact where we got our evidence, and from there we build our faith. And that's different than the, all the, the other worldviews out there, Mormonism, Buddhism, Hinduism, atheism. We have the facts. We have the evidence. Uh, we have more than that. We have the Holy Spirit. Yes. Thank God for that. But we should not neglect the developing of the mind in individuals from a young age all the way up through their college years, later in adult years, through the Christian worldview, through the lens of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, body, soul, and spirit. And, and you know, the mind plays an important role in that. And sometimes, as a Christian, we go, uh, the, the man's thoughts are always evil, so we got to steer away from that. That's part of the triune human being uh, tied to the triune God. Right. And so we need to pay close attention to that. Uh, the scripture talks about us being fearfully and wonderfully made. We're going to talk, we're going to spend the whole last portion of this uh uh, until the top of the hour, talking about uh, God's uh, master design and how that impacts us. And once we com- comprehend that, uh, the plots of the enemy will just kind of fall to the wayside. But one of the things I want you to do in the next minute that we have in this portion of the show is to give uh, some overview of the event that's happening that Dr. Oh, Galuza is you. coming to San Diego. Yeah, we're very excited to have Dr. Galuza as well as uh, his colleague Dr. Tompkins come to Calvary Chapel Oceanside Sunday, July 28th. And they're going to train us, um, and it's a free event hosted by our church, uh, July 28th from 6 to 9 p.m. And uh, they're going to train us on understanding the difference between evolution and Darwin evolution and how to engage people, how to talk from a Christian worldview, from a scientific <laughs> viewpoint. It's going to be to good. To show what we believe is true. Yes, 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 yes. So my listening friend uh, wanted to give kind of give uh, Dr. Mark the opportunity to, to uh, present that. And we're going to be excited to have you come to San Diego uh, Dr. Galuza, we're, we're going to be thrilled to have you come here. In the next section, section, my friend, we're going to spend some time digging into God's master design of his kids and his plans for each and every one of us. And uh, we're going to look at it from a, a, a medical standpoint. We're going to look at it from a theological standpoint and maybe a little of the engineering mentality of the big brains that are with me on the show are going to enter into it as well. Because when you realize that you're fearfully and wonderfully made, in every dimension of you, spirit, soul, and body, is fearfully and wonderfully made. What does that look like? And what does it look like when God activates it within you? Dr. Stengler... And uh, Dr. Galuza and Kaz are going to deal with that topic when we come right to back. You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it at 866-577-2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show with Cass Taylor, FM 106.1 and AM 1210, K-Praise. And thank you very much. We are indeed back. You know, my friends, uh, many believe that there never was a better time than right now 
to learn God's lessons for us, and I would agree with that. Uh, We're coming up against some challenging times in not only the United States, but the entire world. Uh, Many of the scriptures uh, that have been written about the last days have come to pass or are coming to pass, so it's time for we, the church, believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, to not only be awake, but to be activated into the fullness of what our callings are. That's really one of the reasons that we're doing the Come Together San Diego is for you to discover what your callings are and for us to encourage you to move fully into those. It's no longer a time for just being a passive Christian. It's time for you to hear and discover your calling and move vigilantly into it. And as this happens, the enemy uh, is putting aside all uh, Restraints and going big time against us. And the whole point of the matter is God has created us, and Scripture says that we are fearfully and wonderfully made, and the enemy of our soul wants to say, eh, you're not that great. Uh, you know what, God really, there, first of all, there is no God. Secondly, if there was a God, he wouldn't care that much about you. You're just one little pebble or one little granule of sand on his seashore. What, you know, what do you expectations should you have? And we're spending some time refuting that uh, enemy plan, uh, and we're talking about how God has structured us and built us in his image and his likeness, and there's a master plan, and God wants us to comprehend that master plan and have confidence in it and walk forward into the fullness of it. We've got Dr. Mark Stengler of the Stengler Center for uh, Integrative Medicine, and a wonderful guy. Uh, He's from... uh, uh, help me uh, from... Oh, Encinitas? Not you, not you. <laughs> oh, stop it. Here we go. They're starting to, to shoot at me. No, Dr. Oh, Dr. Galuza? Galuza. Well, he works with ICR there in uh, Dallas, Texas, but... Da- and, but where is his home? Well, I don't know if he wants me to give that out. Oh, come on. It's all right. No, I'm not talking about his <laughs> home. You know what, Doc? <laughs> what, how am I supposed to deal with this? Uh-huh. I don't mind if you give it out. It's, I live about uh, five miles from Mount Rushmore, okay. uh, right in the heart of the Black Hills of western South Dakota. I, can, I look out my side of my yard, and I can see Mount Rushmore from just from the side of my house. And so it's kind of a glorious place. Weather's pretty much nice here almost all year round, and uh, I just love it here. You know you're talking to San Diegans. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm, I, that's why I, I, I mentioned that, because uh, I just wanted to dispel that misperception that it's uh, it's terrible. In fact, I it's probably about 75 here right now. Okay. You know, Dr. Galuz's mission is to dispel miscomprehensions and misunderstandings, and he is with the Institute of Creation Research, ICR.org, out of Dallas, uh, but he uh, has other places where he hangs as well. You know, we're having some fun here talking about God creating us to be fearfully and wonderfully made, and uh, God's master plan supersedes the enemy's plan to de- cause us to think that we're nothing and have thoughts of suicide or you know uh, or, or the abortion issue and all these other things uh, play a role in our misunderstanding of who we are. So we want to talk a little bit more in the in these remaining segments about God's anecdote to the evil that the enemy is trying to perpetrate upon us. Any thoughts? In light of that, Dr. Galuza? Well, you're absolutely right. It is a battle, and we do have an enemy who is trying to pollute our minds. And you mentioned that this is the, the work of the church, and that's totally true. Church is made up of families, so mom and dad have a role in 
inoculating their children and educating their children in these biblical truths. But the church does, too. The church has a big-time role through Sunday school and through preaching and teaching and other things and youth ministries um, to educate. Uh, Radio stations, Christian radio stations have a role. It's the entire body that needs to come together to combat this poison, which is infiltrating society, but particularly the church. And really, in some ways, um, our, our pastors really need to step up to the plate, too. They're the leaders. And 40 years ago, they were like starving for information on creation evolution. They just really wanted to get it. And now, unfortunately, many of them are concerned that this would be a divisive issue and that some members of their church would leave, and it's it's a kind of a secondary thing unrelated to salvation, and therefore we really can put it onto the back burner. And, um, and unfortunately, that's main, one of the main problems is because if you say that the Bible is not clear and you say that the first 11 chapters of Genesis cannot be understood and that it can be reinterpreted to mean whatever someone wants it to mean. Uh, kids are not that dumb. They wake up and they realize, hey, if the Bible can mean whatever someone wants it to mean, how can I believe any of it, and why should I believe any of it? And so really, as you mentioned, it's the church, and it has to be the entire church. Family leaders, spiritual leaders stepping up to face this challenge head on, and even the pastors. Pastors, you get up there. Our ministry is here to help you, to assist you, come alongside to lead, feed, and defend your flock. And this is something that we really need to defend because a poll just a decade ago of 20 to 30-year-old prior evangelicals showed that by the time many of them got to college, when they were 20 to 30-year-old, over 90% had no, were no longer going to church, reading their Bible, or praying. And they began to doubt their faith way back in junior high and high school. And this is where the church needs to have answers to their questions when they have these serious questions. Yes. And it seems to me there are certain areas where the church feels confident in proactivity. And there are other areas where they just don't really feel that they can be that proactive. And maybe evolution may be one of those things. I can tell you that uh, uh, entering into government or politics is another one. They go, we we don't want to even touch these things because uh, we're too holy for that. The truth of the matter is we need to roll up our sleeves and realize that the enemy is going to take any area where we are weak or we uh, hand the baton over to somebody other than godly people, that he's going to use that and he's going to uh, use that to destroy the, God's kids because he wants to destroy God's entire intent uh, for his love and plans for his kids. And I know Dr. Mark has some insights on that because I see him nodding his <laughs> head and uh, well, he may know, want to I talk it, about I think that as do, well. It would be good for churches, the elders, the pastors to take a look at uh, history in America. You know, the pastors used to be the ones in the churches 200, 300 years ago were the ones who were the most educated. Yes. It doesn't matter what the topic, obviously scripture, it would be science, it would be languages, and so forth. And like I said, we've almost developed this anti-intellectualism. And here's the problem. Studies show when kids get into college and they don't have a firm foundation on a Christian worldview, study after study shows they are psyched out by Darwin evolution from their professors, even though, as Dr. Galuza has shown, it's so easy to refute if you got just the basic precepts down, the basic information, uh, basic logic. Um, but they don't, unfortunately. That's why, you know, study after study shows kids a walk away from the faith because they're psyched out from the uh, evolutionary worldview. One quick example, I talked to a, one of the most famous pediatricians in America. 
and he has no problem letting me people let people know his name's Dr. Sears. And um, he said in his second week at Harvard Medical School, a professor convinced him that Christianity was false. And he, he said he walked away from it for 20 years. It ruined his marriage. It ruined his relationship with God. And just in recent years, he's come back and he said he was totally fooled. It was totally unscientific, illogical. And he's kicking himself. And now he's, you know, educating people on this whole topic as well. My, my, my. So Dr. Galuza and Dr. Mark Stengler, what we're going to do for the last segment is we spend a lot of time talking about stuff and encouraging people about stuff. I'm going to have you in this last segment, I'm going to change the focus from us talking about stuff to you talking specifically to pastors, to parents, to young people, young adults, and and students as well. I want you to talk, have a word of wisdom for each one of this, these categories, and I want you to issue that to them because we've spent a lot of time feeding, but it's time for them to take the food and be nourished by it. So would you guys be thinking about that for the last segment? I'm going to have you. We've talked about the specifics of things. Now we're going to act, actually invite the parent, the, the, the young person, the pastor to actually activate the things that they've heard about. So that's what we're going to do in the last segment. My listening friend, we know that you've gotten a, kind of a, a barrage of truths in this uh, this two-hour broadcast. We've got one more segment to, to go, and we're going to turn it uh, inward to you and uh, have other experts give you some insights on what you can do now. So Dr. Stengler, or Mark Stengler, and uh, uh, Dr. Randy Galuza and Kaz are loaded, and we're going to be sharing some major insights to you and for you when we come right back. More Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor is next. FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Now, more of Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. Okay, everything you heard about evolutionism and Darwinism and uh, how God wants to combat that in the lives of parents, uh, youngsters, and even pastors to equip you to be able to defend against those things and actually come out strong in the face of that. This is going to be the segment uh, to close the show that actually pays all that stuff off. So I have uh, instructed our uh, guests and hosts, uh, Dr. Mark Stengler of the Stengler Center for Integrative Medicine and Dr. Randy Galuza with the Institute for Creation Research, or better known as ICR.org. I have uh, empowered them to give words of wisdom uh, within this uh, eight to ten minutes segment to different three different categories of people so that they can speak specifically to you, my friend. I want to speak specifically to parents. We want to speak specifically to students and those young adults that are going into the school environment. And we also want to talk to to pastors. So, Dr. Galuza, which of the three would you like to talk with specifically first? All three are listening. Pastors, students, or parents? Well, I'll talk to, I'll start off with the students here. And actually, what I would say, the students would be applicable to parents and pastors as well. In fact, I'll just lump them all together. Oh, well done. <laughs> with students, uh, well, I'll, I'll, t- I'll touch on pa- parents and pastors also. <laughs> with students, here's the biggie, students. Don't be afraid to question the experts. You have a great mind. The Lord has given you the uh, ability to think. 
And so when when you hear somebody, whether it's just in college, but also high school and junior high as well, you can question the evidence, see if it really makes sense. Second, students, don't be satisfied with really simplistic stories. That's what you're going to get in your textbook. That's what you're going to get on television. That's what you're going to get from your teachers. Don't be satisfied with just those stories and um, question those as well. And then finally, look for the design. Look for the design in nature and living things. It's obvious. It's everywhere. And you'll be able to see a really tight correspondence between the systems in living things and the systems in man-made things. Oh, my. That is remarkable, Dr. Galuza. I'm going to let uh, Mark Stengler give a little bit of input here. Then I'm going to ask you to uh, say final words to the parents and to the pastors as well. So, Mark. Yeah, just uh, briefly to the pastors out there. I mean, I really, you know, plead with you, please don't ignore this problem, how evolution has poisoned the minds of your congregants, your kids in school, in in high school, in college. You need to act on truth. I mean, if you think about it, if you don't refute this Darwin evolution, which is, again, so easy to do with ministries like ICR and others, I mean, you're doing a disservice to your congregants. I mean, we were talking... This is eternal things we're talking about. People walk away from the faith, from the satanic deception, if you will. And so if you undermine the book of Genesis, from Genesis 1-1 through the book of the rest of the book of Genesis, in terms of creationism, each kind producing its own kind, you get into the science fiction of Darwin evolution. Not only is it unscientific, it's unbiblical. You, I, I plead with you, please, take this more serious. Get the training for your people. Get trained yourself. You can't ignore it anymore. There's just study after study showing it's a problem. Let's just act on the truth. Let's face what's going on and deal with it. Okay, so let me let me ask you to give some further information on how they might be able to do that on July 28th. Well, July 28th, absolutely. I didn't even think about that. But obviously, pastors and, and elders and anyone who wants to come out to this uh this educational service we're going to have July 28th from 6 to 9 p.m. Calvary Chapel Ocean Site. Dr. Glues, you've heard him. The guy's a genius. He knows his stuff. Come <laughs> listen to him. He is. Get the foundations of what you need to know. You can learn what materials you need to use for your church and get going on this. I mean, it's got to be done. When I'm out doing street evangelism every week with people, I mean, this evolution comes up, believe me, at least 50% of the people we talk to. My, my. So it's, it's a problem. It's a problem. And, you know, Bible talks about us being equipped and uh, mm. be ready at a moment's notice to be able to speak of the joy that is within you, the, the truths that God has embedded in you. And, you know, you, you may say, you know, I'm not really equipped to do that. Don't worry. God will put you in situations where you are equipped. And, you know, sometimes it's not a great theological argument. It is just simply a word of wisdom, a word from the heart that can quell the, sure. uh, the darts of the enemy like you will not believe. Just be willing to go out there and at least showcase your faith in one way or another. And when if God says, make mention of this, he may even give you an understanding of what to say that will speak specifically to the person who's defying Scripture or defying God or godliness. And it may be something just out of the blue, and all of a sudden they go, how did you know that? And all of a sudden their whole demeanor changes. So understand that God is in this battle, and you're one of his soldiers. So he's going to give you, equip you to be able to do these things. Be bold and just watch and see how God orchestrates things. Oh, and you're right. First Peter 3.15, always be prepared to give an answer with hope and respect, right? Yes. For the hope that lies within yes, you with hope, hope that is within with you. respect. And 
So we got to be respectful, but you got to tell people the truth, whether it hurts or not. You have to tell them the truth as loving as you can. And, and pastors need to start doing it on this certain subject. That's right. And, you know, having the right attitude in your presentation mm-hmm. s- speaks volumes. So, uh, Dr. Galuza, uh, a word to parents. Well, thanks, Dr. Stingler, about that that uh, push about being a genius. My wife might disagree <laughs> with you on that, but uh, that was really good. And so I just, uh, before I forget, I want to give a shout out to my colleague who will be coming to Calvary Chapel Oceanside, Dr. Jeff Tompkins, who is the geneticist. He's going to give a tremendous, tremendous lecture on comparison, comparing human and chimp DNA, stuff you're not going to hear anywhere else. So you'll want to come and hear that. And parents, you want to bring your kids. As Dr. Stengler and Kaz have mentioned, this is a very serious topic, and we need to take it serious. We need to treat this as a serious threat. And you wouldn't look at any physical threat to your kids lightly. You wouldn't take it lightly. You would see it for what it is, and you'd get out there in front of it, and you'd do whatever you could to keep them from being harmed. Well, evolutionism is a serious threat it's a serious threat to their morality. It's a serious threat to their growth. It's a serious threat to their world, to, to the way they look at the world. They're going to treat their spouse in the future. And it's a serious threat to the faith. And it's incumbent upon us as parents to take that seriously, educate our kids, protect our kids. We don't need to shelter them. We, they, they should know more about evolutionary theory than evolutionists do. And that way they'll know the flaws of it. They'll see the imagination. They'll see the foolishness in the thinking. And pastors, we need to come alongside our parents and and help them with that. Uh, We need to be solid biblically. We need to be orthodox. And we can't have a fear of man at all. That has to be put out of our lives altogether. And um, we need to lead, feed, and defend our flocks. Um, What a privilege it is and what a charge it is of the Lord that's given to us. Very good. Uh, Mark Stingler, a brief prayer in this behalf as we close the show. And also, Dr. Galuza, I'm going to have you do a brief prayer. We've only got maybe 30 seconds, so you're going to have to truncate your prayer, (laughs) and then we'll be through with this. But I I wanted to to take the whole gamut of the discussion and bring it to a point of handing it over to God. So go ahead, Dr. Yes, thank you, Father, for this time. I pray that you'd bless the people listening, help to retrain their minds, and to shape them in the people you want them to be and to be better leaders in the church. Thank you for uh, people like Kaz getting this information out and, and leaders and trainers like uh, Dr. Galuza. And Dr. Galuza of the Institute for Creation Research or ICR.org, a brief prayer in this behalf. My friend, I hope you're paying attention. God is doing a work here and uh, he's doing work on all of us and we need to just be kind of like getting operated on. We need to make ourselves available for this operation. So Dr. Galuza. Oh, yes, I would pray, dear Lord Jesus, that you, as our great creator, our great redeemer, that you would be glorified in this uh, event that's coming at at Calvary uh, Chapel. But even more important, fill our hearts and minds with a love and adoration of you. Help us to respect you as our great creator, adore you as an engineering genius, and just marvel at your wisdom that you've shown. Help us to fall deeper in love with you through what we see in your creation. In your name we pray. (laughs) 
my listening friend. How remarkable two hours. I mean, we kind of set the stage and we presented some facts that perhaps you hadn't considered before, but God gave solutions for you as well. What a great informative broadcast for this entire two hours. And we hope that uh, (laughs) you accept the diagnosis and the prescribed cures for your young adults and for everyone else, because God has big plans for each and every one of us. And we need to be healthy spirit, soul, and body. So thanks to Dr. Mark Stengler of the Stengler Center for Integrative Medicine and Dr. Randy Galuza as well. And uh, I will be back next week with more manna from the third heaven. So, hey, thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining Chaz Taylor and his many friends, including you, for Come Together San Diego. Join us again next week as we explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within this county and beyond on Come Together San Diego. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a co-worker, and then let's all come together San Diego next Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 